Hello, salespeople. Today is the 11th of December. It's a Saturday and weather here in High Wycombe has been quite mixed. It was quite wet actually today. It was raining earlier on and I spent some time going into town, into the town center. I went to the Inn Center, which is one of the major shopping centers in High Wycombe. Loads of stores out there and I didn't have anything in particular in my mind other than replacing uh, a hat that I had actually left uh, on the train or bus yesterday when I went into London and I have done this before. Um, hat is always something I kind of uh, carry around when especially when it's wet or when it's rainy and of course I jumped out of uh, the actual uh, bus and ended up forgetting my hat on the bus. I do this all the time. So now I swore that I'm going to actually next time I take it off, I'm going to put it into a into my bag or put it into my pocket, coat pocket, so that it doesn't happen again. Anyway, so I went in to the Eden Center and I purchased a new hat in Marks and Spencer. Uh, I like uh, hats that uh, they produce. Uh, usually the style is quite uh, classic and timeless. And, you know, it doesn't cost a fortune. And so even if you do forget it again somewhere, it's not the end of the world. But the other reason I went into the Eden Center today was to get some inspiration about Christmas. Christmas is just around the corner. I mean, today is the 11th of December, which means there's only like 12, 13 days to Christmas. 13 days to Christmas. It's hard to believe. So that's less than two weeks. And I know a lot of you are probably still struggling and thinking about what kind of presents you need to get for your children, for your loved ones, for your friends. So I thought I'm going to come up with a few suggestions for presents that would work really well for anybody who is in sales. Now, any of these presents will work for other people too, uh, but I'm going to put a spin on just looking at it from a sales perspective, from a salespeople's perspective. And why, why I'm doing this is because I, my wife always tells me that the presents that I buy for others a presence for myself. So I look at it from my perspective. <laughs> so I'm going to force myself this time to actually think about, you know, getting presents for salespeople. Uh, the only thing, of course, is that, you know, obviously I'm a salesperson myself. <laughs> so it makes it really easy for me to come up with a couple of things. So, and it's going to, I'm, I'm, I'm going to try to, uh, you know, stay in, in a, in a place where these are like less than 50 pounds type of, or less than, let's say, let's say, let's say less, less than a hundred pound type of, uh, presents. So the first one is a recommendation, something to read. Books is always a good choice. And of course, when you buy a present for a salesperson, buying a book about some sales methodology, 
you have a high risk that that say a person already has that book, right? So I'm not going to go down that way. So what I was thinking is getting a book that isn't directly related to sales, but indirectly. And the one that came into my mind is from a gentleman called Keith Ferrazzi. And um, I'll tell you a bit about him first. So I had to actually hear him on my iPad. I had to look up his uh, LinkedIn profile. I did meet him in person. I, um, in fact, uh, attended uh, some of his training as well in the past. And um, so he is Keith Ferrazzi. And he has been, uh, he describes himself as the chairman and founder of Ferrazzi Greenlight a research institute founded on the pillars of behavioral science and its effect on business. Um, this is a really cool thing because, you know, a lot of the things that we try to do in sales enablement is about changing behaviors. And there's a big amount of science around this as well. Um, so he kind of hits uh, that sweet spot here. And he is also someone who has written books and there's one specific book that I wanted to point out and it's called Never Eat Alone and I believe it was on the New York bestseller list at some point. Quite a famous book, Never Eat Alone and it's about thinking and the kind of thought leadership around relationship building. So one of the things Obviously, he suggests in his book is obviously you should never eat alone because it's an opportunity to have lunch or dinner or breakfast with someone to chat with and to build a relationship with. And his approach has always been in the sense of, you know, building relationships to, to give something rather than to expect something back. So it's all about giving. And that's uh, one of those fundamental kind of thoughts that I thought were really interesting and, and, and great to think about. So, Never Eat Alone from Keith Ferrazzi, New York bestseller, I believe it was, and uh, is, uh, it's, a, it's a great book to read, highly recommend it. So that's number one opportunity for a present. So the second one, I was thinking, yeah, Salespeople love watches, and of course, uh, a lot of salespeople have also expensive watches. And I was thinking, well, we're going to stay under $100, under £100, less than €100. Euro. What kind of watch would that be? And I was thinking, well, if that is something we want to think about, um, I would select one of the models of G-Shock, Casio G-Shocks. And here's why. A lot of times, <laughs> salespeople claim that they struggle to sell, sell a product or a service because their competitors has better features or is, you know, has more features and is better and, you know, does a few things more than, than uh, the thing that you sell. So they're always trying to find a way of explaining why they're struggling selling against a competitor. And then I'm going to say to you the following. If you compare a Casio G-Shock with, 
let's just say a Rolex watch. When you do a feature list in terms of watch accuracy, functionality, does it have uh, the opportunity to use it as a timer? Is there a timer function? Is there a countdown function? Is there a second time zone? Is there, uh, you know, something uh, that you can turn on lights during the night to, you know, to look at the watch on them? I would say on every single feature, nearly every single feature, the G-Shock will win, hands down. Yet, the G-Shock will probably cost you about £100 versus thousands and thousands of pounds for a premium uh, watch or a Rolex or whatever brand you want to be looking at. So think about this. So there's something out there that you can, you know, does a lot less and sells for an awful lot more of money and yet it's, uh, you know, it's successful in the marketplace. So remember again, as a salesperson, uh, features is one piece, but it's definitely not the entire story. So that's why I think uh, a G-Shock is amazing. And of course, you can wear that G-Shock when you go out and, you know, go into the countryside and you go swimming, you don't care about it. And, uh, you know, it's robust. You can probably throw it from the 10th floor. Uh, you can, you know, do a lot of things with it. And, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a fun watch too. It's nice and light too. So I've got some of those as well. So that's something to get a salesperson thinking about features. And that is not all about features anyway. So the third one is something for relaxation. And I was thinking, well, what is one of the things that I have done in my life that has helped me to, you know, cope with stressful situations, to be able to, you know, cope with, you know, change that maybe happens in your personal life or even in business. Um, what, is, what are the things that you could do? And I was thinking, you know, the one thing that happens to most salespeople, they are very busy and they keep themselves very busy all the time. And I'm a big believer that you do need a bit of downtime. The most that you might get as a salesperson is that people go to the gym after work. But when you go into the gym, you're going to again engage. Now you engage your body, which is a great thing. And it's really recommended from a balanced perspective. But there's also an opportunity to do something uh, to wind down. And when I say to do something, it's actually what I mean is not to do something, which seems at first quite alien. And some of you might get what I'm talking about. I'm talking about doing some form of meditation. Something where you're just focusing your attention on, on almost nothing. Um, maybe you want to focus your attention on your breathing. It's a technique that uh, is quite common in Buddhism. 
mindfulness maybe you want to focus your attention on counting numbers a uh, couple of those things you can do you maybe you want to recite mentally without saying it out loud a mantra something that is quite popular in indian meditation practices and the reason why I'm bringing this up is, uh, you know, there, there's presents that you can buy around to kind of, you know, nudge someone and say, hey, you know, you need to spend a bit of time by not doing anything because you're so busy all day long. It's great to balance back and it doesn't need to be an a lo enormous amount of time that you spend. You can just spend, you know, 15 minutes in the morning and 15 minutes in the evening or if you can maybe something like 25 minutes in the morning, 25 minutes in the evening, or maybe you can just do it once a day. Uh, and some people love to do this before work. And some people love to do this, you know, at the end of their work day, kind of, you know, go back and sit down, meditate for 30 minutes, 25 minutes, 15 minutes, uh, depending on, you know, you start maybe with a small amount of meditation. Um, and you will notice how, difficult it actually is to do nothing uh, especially when you are so used to constantly doing something so the recommendation is a so-called zafu which is like a um, meditation pillow that you can use if that person is quite flexible with their legs then they can use a zafu quite well uh, to support themselves during the meditation or if they're not so super flexible um, they can use something like a Japanese meditation meditation bench this is something I like I, I like to uh, use a Japanese meditation bench it's really it's a bit more comfortable for me uh, makes it easier for me to relax and um, it's a really good practice and it makes it a really great present. You can find those online. There are places where you can buy those. And uh, so I was thinking, yeah, so a Zafu or a Japanese meditation bench to get someone started to do some mindfulness practice, sit down, do some meditation, a very balance, a great balance uh, for a busy work day. So that's number three. So let's have a look at number four. The other thing, probably a bit more than 100 pounds, I suppose, probably in the region of uh, 150 to 200 pounds, maybe. Uh, it's a barber jacket. I, I think a barber jacket is really cool. Um, again, I like it myself. It looks great. It's timeless. And it makes, uh, you know, makes you to want to go out when the weather is not so great because those barber jackets are designed for kind of you know rainy drizzly weather a bit colder a bit uncomfortable outside and and then you got this beautiful barber jacket that you want to wear and then you put it on and you go out and you know no matter what the weather is like you're going to go for your half an hour or one hour walks or more of course so a barber jacket that would be another one so that's really to incentivize yourself to go outside 
even when the weather isn't great. And then number five, I wanted to play towards the child in yourself, the child inside the salesperson. And um, I was doing some research trying to find out, you know, what, what is one of those, you know, one of those uh, games that are being played on either Nintendo Switches or Playstations or Xboxes. Uh, a lot of those games seem to be shooting games uh, where it's more about being really very concentrated and trying to, uh, you know, win and something that salespeople constantly do, right? And trying to win deals. Um, and then, you know, you go onto a PS4 or you go onto a Switch and you're doing a shooter game. It's probably not very relaxing and it's going to be the opposite effect. So I was thinking, is there anything that people use on those consoles to actually relax? Again, thinking about, you know, the meditation piece, but of course here's about a game. But something that you can use to relax, to relax but also something that you can play with your children. If you've got children, if you've got kids or friends that have kids and you want to play, you want to play with your own children maybe, uh, what could that be? So I did some research and I found, um, and I tried it out myself. Um, I, I bought it as a present for my daughter, um, but I actually tried it out myself after researching it. And it seems to be that a game called Animal Crossing is actually being played by adults. <laughs> and they play it um, because it's quite different to those shooting games. And it seems to play into this field of, you know, it's more like a relaxed game to play. It's not so much about tension. It's all about creativity. And creativity is really an important uh, mindset and an important attitude uh, for salespeople as well. So Animal Crossing is available on Nintendo, on the Nintendo Switch. A great family game, can be played online, offline. Uh, it's a lot of fun and it's relaxing. So, so those are my five unusual <laughs> Christmas gift recommendations for salespeople that uh, I think can work really well. And they are all about kind of trying to help you thinking about a certain mindset, thinking about, you know, things that you can, can do a bit differently uh, as a salesperson. And uh, hopefully this will help you. And you might find some other great ideas by just thinking about these. You got 13 days to go on. Um, you don't want to be one of those people who run around on the 24th of December and go to the shops and are just in the state of desperation trying to identify some presents uh, and then you're just gonna go and just buy some gift boxes in, in you know, boots or somewhere. Think about it, you got still just under two weeks, uh, five recommendations, and of course you don't have to stick with these, but it gives you some inspiration in terms of what could work really well 
Christmas. So that's it for today. I wish you a fantastic Sunday, which is the third advent. Um, the third advent is uh, when the third candle is being lit in in the German tradition. Uh, in Germany, they have this tradition of having uh, you know four candles uh, decorated. And uh, on the first advent, you light the first candle. On the second advent, you light the second candle as well as the first. And on the third advent, which would be tomorrow, you would light three candles. And then on the fourth advent, you light the fifth candle, at uh, the fourth candle. And as children, we always said, uh, if you if you uh, light the fifth candle, you kind of you know missed Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, of course there is no fifth candle normally uh, but it was kind of a fun joke so tomorrow is the third advent you got another just under two weeks to go for presents and yeah I wish you a fantastic Sunday